0: When he was 12 years old, Andrew Barakis was making $1,000 a day shoveling snow. At 16, he made 50 grand in one summer driving a good humor ice cream truck. In his first year out of college, he made $175,000 renting apartments. He eventually went on to launch m and Real Estate. Today, he shares with us his secrets to success and the steps he took to build a firm responsible for over $5 billion worth of real estate sales. The entrepreneurial spirit is the cornerstone to the American dream, a beacon to all willing to weave their story into the fabric of our history. I'm Elliot Dweck, and this is From the Founder. Andrew, you're the founder, the CEO, of mns you've sold over five billion dollars worth of real estate we understand that this success has not come easy and we're here to recognize and celebrate the entrepreneurial spirit and the chance that you took on yourself so you grew up in new york what was life like as a kid
1: so first thank you so much for uh doing this it was uh it was great i um i grew up in an upper to middle income family I was extremely fortunate at a very young age to have a mentor who taught me about business, who taught me about owning your own business, it's my father, um, and, and I really attribute a lot of my success to him. I guess the, the first thing I remember is holding my father's hand uh, at a car dealership and him talking about... You know, the pros and cons of what the salesman did and how he sold him the car, and knowing his name and asking questions about his family um, at a very early age. Uh, so and he,
0: he, was, he started the sales training. He when st- you were started
1: a kid. very, very early. He always told me, and, and still to this day, is that he'll give me anything I wanted from time to him being there to answering questions. And there was just one thing that he wouldn't give me, which was money. So, um, you know, I guess my, my first memory of, of being in business for, for myself was I was twelve, 13 years old, and um, I had a snow uh, shoveling removal business, and it was not like a normal kid who did it. I had my father as my guide and my mentor and, and teaching me about you know getting up at five and making sure that you could you know clear the snow before people left and and you know I was. In a, in a good snowstorm, I was making $1,000 a day. How would you make
0: $1,000 a day?
1: So um, it, it actually got to being more uh, after as, as, as it grew over the years. Um, but I would be able to do you know, 50 driveways and, and walkways a, a day. Um, it got to a point where you know, my father would say, OK, if you want to do more, this is what you need to do. And, and I ended up buying a, an ATV with a plow. Wow. And um, my little sister, who's seven years younger, would go up with her little pink outfit and uh, ask them if we could, you know, you know, remove the snow from their driveway. I and of course they no. were like, you know, well, no problem, please, like right. we need it. And like, look at this cute girl um, with like a little pink shovel. And um, then I would come with the plow, with the ATV, and and it was great. We, you know, at a time, you know, certain storms. I remember making over a thousand dollars a day. Wow.
0: Most importantly, did she get a cut?
1: Yeah, yeah Jacqueline. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline always spoke up for herself, even <laughs> at an early age, and um, you know, I'm very, very close with her. You were, and, you
0: were negotiating splits from from early on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must have known if you could make a thousand dollars in a day at 12 years old, that you had a knack for sales.
1: Yeah, it, it was definitely. Um, it, it definitely came natural because it came at a very early age. One thing he never said to me was no, my dad. At that time, I wanted this BMW. He used to really make me feel like like I was, you know, I was going to get it. And then, and, and then we w- it would go back to the drawing board of right. like, okay, you got to do this, this, and this in order to do it. Uh, when I was 16 years old, I started. Uh, I had an ice cream truck. I went and rented the truck. I paid the deposit. How did you think to
0: go rent an ice cream truck in high school? You know,
1: I. I you know, at that time, I was making a decent amount of money. I looked through the, you know, we used to have newspapers back in the day. I looked through the, the job section and, you know, they were offering at the time $7, $10 an hour. And how could I go making $7, $10 an hour at this time? I, You know, at 12 years old, I was making $1,000 a day. Right. So I needed to think of something else. And my dad said, listen, if you want to make that type of money, you have to be in business for yourself. Like at this age, you, you can't make more money, right. you know, doing anything else, you know, other than having your own business and being successful at it, that. So I looked, and they were renting ice cream trucks. It was three hundred and seventy-five dollars a week for the truck. You'd get the empty truck. It was three hundred and seventy-five dollars for the security deposit, and then you had to fill up your truck. So it was pretty easy. Um, so I went and did that, and you know I spoke to my dad, and he was you know very he was all in favor of it. And you had the music and everything. I didn't have music on my truck. I had I had a bell on my truck. So you would uh, and ring no, the bell. No music. And the, kids would come out. Um, the kids would come. It was a, you know a route that I had. They would know. And I spoke to my dad like, what could I do to make more money? He's like, well, your ice cream truck, people don't buy ice cream usually in the a.m. It's more of a p.m. type business. So in the a.m., he had me going uh, to the bakery. I would go get bagels, coffee, donuts. I would bring it to all the construction sites. So so like he had this whole thing, you know, he would map it out with me exactly. So I was working from five o'clock in the morning when my dad woke me up when he was leaving for work. I wasn't getting home till 12 o'clock at night. I was at baseball fields, I'd go to parties. I, I literally was nonstop. Um, but you know, it was just that, those type of lessons that I got at a very early age. I ended up at 16 years old. I made $50,000 uh, one summer selling ice cream.
0: Okay, so you realize that you have an knack for sales in high school, and then you go to ASU, and now you have this thing where you're gonna go into your father's business, but for one yeah. year, you're gonna go work somewhere else. Why City Habitats, why real estate?
1: So um, my brother was in the business, and um, you know, I, I, at that time I said, you know, listen, like I, I, I wanna make $100,000 my first year, And he's like, listen, come into real estate. He's like, you want to make $100,000? It's very easy. I'm saying, why do you want to make the $100,000? I don't know. I had it in my mind. I guess like the starting salary at that time was like 30, 35. You know, I had made 50,000 before. It was like, okay, next milestones, 100. Like, what can I do to make 100 grand? And he was like, it's very easy. All you got to do is work 100 hours a week. I was like oh perfect that's no problem like I'm accustomed to working for my dad you know who thinks a half a day is from 12 to 12 that's what I did I was I was a rental agent I started my first year I remember being an agent and uh, I didn't used to take people below 14th Street because you get confused like how how are you gonna look like a professional if you don't know where where you're going and I asked my brother I said Jason what the hell do I do I'm gonna bring these people I don't know the thing he said schmuck you get in a cab you tell the cab driver where to go and the cab driver will take you to the place oh that makes sense so I jump in the front my clients are in the Back and I told him I'm going to 65 Bethune. I said, that's across the street, sir. I said, shut up. Here's five bucks. Drive us around the corner a couple times. <laughs> At that time, I was gonna go with my friends to Europe for two weeks or three weeks. We had it all planned out. You know, Jason gave me like some money from this deal, and I canceled my trip. Didn't go to Europe with my friends, ended up working the entire summer. I had a, you know, a, a lot of fun once again, it, it came very easy and, and I don't want you to think that everything always came easy, uh, school was very difficult, I was you know, a bad student, I always tell my kids that the only A I had on my report card fell in my name. I have certain learning disabilities and was like kind of the poster child for Ritalin, I couldn't sit still, I was thinking about making money and they were telling me about, you know, science and history, and I just couldn't give a shit about those things, you know? I wanted to hear about, you know, I wanted to go to work with my dad. That was more interesting, right. I, I was more. So
0: you're coming out of college very motivated. You say, I'm gonna make 100K
1: this year, and you exceeded that. Yeah. Was it, was it easy? Yeah, it was easy. It was easy because it became like a game to me. It, you know, I knew it wasn't you know, gonna be forever. So it was like, you might as well give it everything you have. And I made $175,000 my first year. Um, Hold on.
0: $175,000 first year out of college is a wild number. You were
1: working 100 hours a week. And the other thing is I didn't spend any of it. I wasn't really spending it because I was working and and sleeping. I I didn't really do anything else that first year. And Even though you knew I'm
0: going back to work with my dad. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make, I want to make a lot of money and like build a career in real estate.
1: No, that wasn't the thought. It was always, it was always at the end of the year one, I was, I was done. And, uh, you know, I remember having the conversation with my dad at the end of the year and uh, he offered me $35,000. And, and that was it. I said, dad, we gotta discuss it. He said, you gotta start here. This is how, how we're gonna do it. And I said, dad, I, I, I can't accept $35,000 at this point. You know, I, I, I love you. And he said, listen, then, you know, continue doing what you're, what you're doing and um, you know, see where it goes and you know that you always have this to, to fall back on. Did,
0: did you think about taking that? I mean, it's gotta be tough to take 35K after me. Making... No,
1: no, I, I thought, I, thought I, would, I would have more ability to negotiate. You know, I, I I'd proven myself that I was, you know, more successful than what we had, you know, gone out to do and, and, and I thought my value was worth more. So you rejected 35K? And
0: you say, I'm, I'm going to stick with real estate.
1: That's when the owner of the company called me in and he said, Hey, I'm opening up this, this, um, new office and it's the largest office we've ever opened and all these different things. And I was, you know, I'm 22 years old. And I said to him, that's great. Like, why are you telling me this? And he said, cause I'd like you to run it. And I'm like, run it what, me. What, what, I'm, I'm, I'm an agent here. And he goes, no, you're going to be, you're going to be uh, assistant manager in the office. I said, i got to speak to my dad. <laughs> so, um, dad, they I want spoke, me to run the <laughs> office. <laughs> I spoke to my dad and he said, listen, it's a great opportunity. What do you want to do? I said, dad, if I'm going to do this, I, you know, I'm going to eventually want to be in business for myself. He said, okay, this is a great way to learn. Go and do it. And I said, dad, they want to pay me, they want to pay me less. So I'm going to end up making 75 to $100,000. He said, Andrew, listen, this is an education. So he convinced me to do it. And so that the was job. the
0: moment that you realized, I'm gonna do this on my own soon, so I might as well learn it.
1: Exactly. Because uh, I knew eventually I wanted to, if I was gonna do this, I wanted to have my own brokerage company. And, and 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 this was the best way for me to get my foot in the door at a very early age. The third office I went to, I turned it around instantly in the West Village. And I went and I said, hey, you know, I I need to get compensated more. And um, they said to me, hey, listen, we've lost a lot of money in this office. you know prior to you coming here. I said, listen, that's nothing to do with me. Um, I need to be treated fairly, you know, here. Yeah. And um, they said, listen, we can't do anything. And I walked out the door and my dad said, this is, this is the opportunity.
0: Was it called MS right away?
1: No, it was called The Real Estate Group. The Real Estate Group, yeah. very original. Yeah. <laughs> T-R-E-G-N-Y, uh, tragedy. How did you attract agents initially? Yeah, much harder than I thought. You know, of course you leave and you always have all this confidence that people are gonna follow you and go with you. And a lot of people that I thought were going to, just didn't. I would go and, you know, go to the school and recruit people and explain to them how, you know, my track record and how they should give me a shot. And, you know, we started to get Agents and and then we we figured out ways to attract agents by being able to get them business
0: Did you did you have a specific idea that you felt like there was a gap in the market or there was room for a boutique? Brokerage to do something different
1: the idea it wasn't really to do anything different and and I guess that's where we kind of Came into an issue That's really when you know my my focus started to change if I was going to continue and do this we needed to have an angle, and that, that's when I decided that if I wanted to do this in order to grow really a business, I needed to have landlord representation, ownership representation. Right, right. And we're now involved with 20,000 units in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and the Bronx, and it's a completely different model. Our competitive advantage is that we've done 400 plus developments, so we really have seen a lot more than other people in the, in the business. You know, there's there's. There's very few clients that we work with that have done even a tenth of the amount of developments that, that we've been involved with. But the parts that we do, the pre-development planning, the, the marketing, the advertising, the sales or leasing of the building, nobody's done more of that than us. Do you ever
0: think about what would happen if you accepted the 35K
1: salary? Oh, for sure, uh, I, I do. You know, I, I think if I would have went into his business, I, I think he would, would be in a different financial position today. Right. So do, that, do you
0: have, like, a sense of guilt that makes you feel like what could have happened? For sure, I think about it. If all else equal and you could have made the same money and let's just say, like, the offer was, like, 175 k like, put money aside, do you think you would have done it?
1: Yeah. I definitely would've. You know, I, I would love to have been side by side. I felt like he was always by my side. I don't feel like I was always by, by his side. Um, but I'm sure he's proud of you and happy that you were able to make it on your oh, own. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's, he's, he's super happy. And, and he always said, you know, if I would've went into his business, he would've had regrets. Right. Like he, he always says that.
0: As your business continues to grow, I know you have three daughters and maybe one day they want to get into the business of your in your company what would be their starting
1: salary <laughs> they would start at, at at the bottom and um Probably below bottom. <laughs> you know, I think having somebody like my father, you know, and I, I, I know I talk about him a lot, but it, it really was incredible. Like, you need, you need to have that coach. Like, Michael Jordan wasn't Michael Jordan without Phil Jackson. Like, these are people that are the best at what they do, and they need a coach. Right. And we need coaching. So he's your Phil Jackson. He's my Phil Jackson, for sure. See Michael Jordan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. Andrew, thank you for being here. I love that your dad instilled in you to be an entrepreneur from a very young age.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much.